0: It's time for the opening crack. It's the sideshow to the D&D show we normally do, where we taste and rank some beer. Welcome, welcome, fellas.
1: Hey, that was pretty good for his kid.
2: Man, feels pretty, feels pretty good about getting a, a big bang out of a little thing. <laughs> take, hey, take that for what it you It was know.
0: an adequate crack.
2: <laughs> the funny thing is, before we started this, he was like, we can make fun of the little crack, and it was a good crack, and I still made fun of it. <laughs> adequate
0: adequate so mr big can introduce
1: <laughs>
0: introduce our beer of the night oh god all right well tonight
1: we are drinking the gyrating giraffe from Lupulin Brewing Company out of Big Lake, Minnesota. Is that a gyrating? Oh, you better believe it's (laughs) gyrating. Yeah, and if
0: you've listened to some of our other episodes, this one comes from Matt. Uh, You can hear him on the Descent into Avernus campaign. Yeah, buddy. Thanks. Shout out to Matt for hooking
2: us up with one of these. Cheers to Matt. Bonus crack for him too.
0: Hey. Ah, there it is. (laughs) Well, (laughs) delayed bonus crack. Uh, so what do, what are we tasting on this one, boys? Hold on, let's taste. Mm. Ooh, get that ASMR podcast
2: going.
1: Mm. Ooh, ooh, I like it. Ooh, it's um definitely citrus. I'm tasting citrus.
2: Yeah, this is so it's described as a triple IPA. Mm-hmm. For an IPA, much less a triple IPA. I taste zero bitterness in this beer. How about you
1: guys? I I would agree. I feel like I've drank like a regular, just a plain old Jane IPA that has much more of a bite than this. Oh
0: yeah, this this is
2: gonna totally mess up our challenge. To <laughs> oh, to this is gonna throw us <laughs> curveball, change up, all in one here, man. Uh, I think I think so. As far as we can tell, there's no IBU listed for this beer. And it comes in as a, at a whopping ten percent, and I t- taste neither bitterness or alcohol in this beer. This no, this and it's kick, amazing. This could kick your butt. This could kick like, your butt
1: easily.
0: And this is this is one that I want to drink in the summer, like sitting outside on the deck, like sipping on one of these, maybe sipping on two, and not being able to walk home afterwards. <laughs> Like, it's, who with that 10%. But it is very smooth.
2: It is so good.
1: It goes down fast for, like, a 10% Yeah. IPA. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
2: It, it, it's just, like, I, I'm trying, like, really hard to find something to compare it to, and I can't find anything.
1: It's very, like, florally, citrusy. Mm-hmm. I do catch floral notes. I'm glad you mentioned that, Brett. I catch that almost on the... Uh, the back half <laughs> it gets hit citrus hard. And then I'm like, Oh, there's a little floral taste there too. Mm-hmm. And the, like the,
2: the smell is certainly like very hot forward, very strong floral hop up front. Not, mm-hmm. And it's hop floral and hoppy on your palate too. But it's not, it's not the bitter. It's like typically like if I smell this, I would be turned off by this beer just knowing what's coming. And it's like, I don't, it never comes waiting for the other shooter drop. And it's not coming.
1: No, it's in a good way. Yeah. In a good way. Yes.
2: So, gyrating giraffe
1: you want to talk about the elephant or Phil, giraffe in the room yeah
0: talk about the elephant on the can <laughs> or the elephant on the can the giraffe on the can
1: giraffe bear it's got it all man man, uh, your giraffes look weird <laughs> this can has a giraffe with a very long neck who is pole dancing and has a little garter holding some dollar dollar bills and there is a bear paw holding out another dollar bill towards the gyrating giraffe. And she's putting on a show.
0: It's a very fancy can.
2: Oh, man. You know, normally we have to say, that's not a strip club. But in this case, it is definitely
1: a strip club. <laughs> well, it's very nice.
0: I mean, very you nice. go onto the website and you read the description of this beer. And it's it ends with, a wild flavor-packed adventure that embodies the spirit of a giraffe in a strip club
1: if you even if you look through the hop list right they put like Vic secret hops in this beer it was like i feel like they did everything they could to oh, dig into yes. to yes. the persona of this beer
2: you know have you ever seen those videos of like two giraffes fighting how they just swing their neck at each other it just makes me think of this giraffe doing that to a stripper pole like whoosh. <laughs> how you do <doing>? it <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, so if you are going to go into Fayrune and find one of these beers, where would you be finding one of these? Ross, take us uh, off.
2: Okay, so this one, I'm, I'm going to go like more, a uh, bigger generic town, but you'll see why. So you're going to find this one in, Water, in Waterdeep. Um, this is brewed by the followers of Lathander at the Light Lightbearer's Libation Lounge. And where, so... Followers of Thander they use like very unique ingredients, and the unique ingredient that they use is the radiant and ethereal blossom found deep in the Feywild called Sunshade, and then this beer is called the Sunfire Tincture. Ooh, I like that. So, yeah, I think just bright beer, like the sun, really yeah. hit a note with me for that. So I thought
1: that was a that was a really good one for this. Nice. One. So.
0: Okay. Phil, where are you taking us?
1: Uh, I'm taking us to the Prancing Pixie. Yes, it is a strip club. In (laughs) Luskin, which is just north of Neverwinter. And uh, the reason that it's located there is they source the hops from the different regions in this area. It's like sort of seaside, close to the forest, mountainous. You can get to the river and to the plains beyond pretty easily. So they source all the hops from these different areas. And initially, I wasn't going to rename it. But after hearing Ross's, I've decided that it's going to be the the hopping hippogriff. So I'm going to play this <laughs> hopping. like it. Enter Harry Potter World. I've <laughs> been playing a lot of awkward psychosis. Like so sorry.
2: <laughs> you can find those at the Three Broomsticks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you got over there, Brett? Where'd you put this?
2: I'm stuck
0: on trying to picture ordering this at the Three Broomsticks <laughs> with Harry hopped up on it in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> Remember my glory days at Hogwarts.
2: <laughs> I'm here all week, folks. Don't worry. Uh,
0: I am going to a dimmy plane on this one. Ooh. So not in Directly Feroon. Interesting. Uh, this comes from a little dimmy plane called, located in the Shire. You maybe have heard of it. <laughs> the Shire uh, at the Gilded Petal, which is a hot spot for the halflings that live in that area. Halflings. Hot spot, eh? What? Hot spot? Yeah. How hot? <laughs> it's very hot. <laughs> so, at the Gilded Petal, you can find this one, which is called the Triple Petal IPA. Ooh. Mm. Which is very light and florally in uh, for the halflings. And you can order this in the largest size, which is a half pint.
2: <laughs> That's not enough for Mary and Pippin. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no. Those are half. Those are hobbits. These are uh, half these habits. are half. Oh, oh yes. I'm sorry. I'm yes. sorry. Very, very different. Well, Merry and Pippin definitely go to this bar and drink this while smoking in a corner. Oh yes. Okay. Oh yes.
1: We went on quite the journey today. <laughs>
0: yeah, we did. <laughs>
2: Around the world, a journey through the fandoms. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody.
0: All right. So if you are going to go through our challenge rating, so normally we go through challenge rating one, being kind of like a cream ale with your normal kind of D&D uh, level of challenge ratings, all the way up to a challenge rating 20, which is more comparable to a double IPA. This one <laughs> man, comes in at a triple IPA. Which, Where are we going to put it?
1: Which makes zero sense. Well, we did determine it. that a triple IPA is not a, Technically a yeah beer type. So But
0: I a mean, newer one and just hasn't formally been established or something. Just by name,
2: you think this there. should come in as a twenty. And to be honest, when I smelled it the first time like before before taking a drink, when you take that first big whiff, I was like, Oh, this is gonna be a fifteen. <clears throat> Took a drink. I, I'm a, I'm gonna come in at a four. Like I, I think like if, if somebody smells this and like gets by that initial gut reaction that this is gonna be a super bitter beer and actually take a drink of it, they would have zero problem drinking the rest of it. So it's a four. For me personally, this is a negative five. I would I would drink a six pack of this beer. And at ten percent, I would be asleep oh on gosh. the basement floor, out like a light, snoring.
0: Bill, where are you putting it? You you had some big big reactions over there with the with the 4. Where are you putting it?
1: I'm trying to decide. I oh gosh, I think I think it's got to be like still think I put it around like a 12. Do you think it's still that high? I think for someone that maybe isn't as into craft beers, yeah, it's it has a strong flavor still and it's different. It's smooth. It's citrusy. I mean, it's Drinkable, but I still think it would be if challenge. If if
2: I may try, we've never done this, but if I may try to sway your ranking. (laughs) This is a debate. The fact that it's a 10 and you get very little alcohol on it. That's fair. And no noticeable bitterness. Because I feel like when, when you think of people, what turns them off on craft beers, a lot of times it's like they want Coors Light. They want that Corona that has zero bitterness in it. And this would not turn anybody off. If you get past the aroma, the strong aroma.
1: All right. That's fair. So we'll take it as like an eight. That's fair.
2: That's I'm a win for us. I was oh, bring it, bringing
1: there. it down.
0: I was going to go with seven. So I'm pretty much in the same ballpark. Okay,
2: But we're definitely not at the 20 where you
1: think a triple no. IPA should be.
0: This is this is a different world.
1: Oh, yeah. I yes. think this, uh, this is... Easier, definitely lower on the CR rating than some of the others we've had that are not triple IPAs, right? By any means, and,
2: and so we didn't do a lot of research on the type of hops that's in this, but it makes me wonder if that's maybe like part of like this style of hops where it doesn't impart a lot of the tannins and the bitterness not maybe not tannins because tannins is like dryness but like the bitterness but it imparts the flavor uh-huh. because I, I mean when you think of hops you think of bitterness because like hoppy beer is always going to be bitter but in this case that is nothing nothing like that
1: is is the case in this one where can we find this beer bread? Do we
0: uh, you can find this a couple different places. So I believe this is a limited release from Loop uh, Lupulin Lu- 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 uh, Brewery, um, mostly out of Big Lake, Minnesota. They also have a brewery in Sioux Falls, South, South Dakota, so you can get it in one of those two locations. Uh, I like this one. I think this maybe came out of a demiplane to our world somehow or something. <laughs> right? This is, this is weird. Like, this should not be, this is messing up our challenge rating, everything, like, I'm a fan of this one. I would give this one a big thumbs up. What about you guys?
1: Big yay. Oh, yeah, for sure.
2: Definitely a yay. If I had more thumbs, it would get more than two. <laughs> but I don't.
1: How many <laughs> Sorry. thumbs do drafts have? Do drafts have thumbs? Drafts don't have thumbs. I have hooves.
2: Although this is a gyrating draft, which I don't think drafts do, but maybe they do. And maybe they do have thumbs. I don't know. Four
1: hooves up. Four, Four hooves, hooves up. up.
0: <laughs> That's going to do it for this bonus episode. Stay tuned for more beer reviews in the future. You can check out our regular show, Bards and Barrels, anywhere podcasts can be found. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Bards and Barrels. Until next time, may your dice be hot and your beer be cold.